Welcome back to The Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Chris Bright and Lee Button, co-founders of uh, Thinking Church, uh, a ministry that seeks to assist church leaders in, in thinking through some of the strategic issues that they have to face as local churches. And of course, this has been particularly valuable in this last uh, nine months or so as we've been uh, battling how do we be church uh, in a in a world which has been turned upside down so quickly by uh, COVID-19. Um, so, so moving on, guys, uh, in our conversation and this second part, um, some people have suggested that, that COVID-19 has served to expose our reliance on form, such as church buildings and services, uh, versus strategy, which is, of course, a missional purpose to connect with people and make disciples. Would you say that was a fair, um, a fair assessment of things? Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we see the comparisons whenever there's a change of a kind of a, what have we got today? What's been in the past? What's going to be in the future? And I think, you know, we've, we've, we've already seen, you know, is it analog? Is it digital? Is it in person? Is it online? I think to a degree, we're, we're seeing that rise now of hybrid, but also that if we've got great processes in place, they are, they're tool agnostic. But I think one of the other things that it, that it's exposing is, the the reach that we have when we're not tied to like physical locations and how we can reach people that aren't uh kind of like in time with live services the 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 consumption and the viewing of material that we put out there and services and how they operate now is much more flexible to uh you know uh, people's working practices and uh and and people's you know uh, welfare and circumstances and what they might need to do to adapt to be able to take part in what's going on so i think you know we're seeing that the the the, the idea of this kind of like the, the the building being the be all and end all of everything this very attractional model is kind of is is disappearing but this this move to you know do we just teach is it about equipping no actually i think there's more about having dialogue you know is it about you know where we are and who we reach or is it no it's about providing space for conversation but we're seeing these uh things come out of you know people who aren't in the church and how they're responding in these times are also beginning to shape what we're doing you know we've seen uh, a real move to uh, uh you know justice we're seeing you know is it about attending is it about engagement no it's about participation um is, are we looking for a simple model are we getting too complex no it's about guiding principles so uh, what we're seeing is is that this this reach to gather people you know uh towards a purpose to connect with them and to engage them in that way is about creating space for participation and having good healthy conversations and that if that means meeting physically then so be it but actually all of our processes have got to translate into other forms to be able to reach as many as possible I think that when it comes down to it, the mission of the church has, has, has not changed, which I, I, I love that about the church. It's a you know, 2,000-year-old mission. And what's at the heart of it all is, is serving people. And what it means is that now we need to rethink how are we going to serve people better. But I think that's always been the challenge. But we kind of were stuck before, uh, you know, in the kind of 2019 world, we were stuck about, okay, it must be done in a building, it must be done in a certain way. Whereas I think that's just suddenly just taken off all of the shackles off how we think about how church must function and get back to the, the basics, which is how do we serve people well? And rather than pushing the ministry we want to do on people about 
thinking, okay, where are people, where are they at, and how can we serve them best? Mm. I mean, it's very dangerous, I appreciate, to uh, extrapolate from statistics, but uh, certainly we weren't, as a, as a UK church, doing particularly well with the, with the old pre-COVID style. Um, you know, numbers were declining, by and large, uh, with some wonderful exceptions. Um, and so this is a wake-up call for the UK church, isn't it? Definitely. Absolutely. I think that, that, yeah, change was, was going to happen at some point. You know, at, at some point that the church was going to need to adapt to reach the people it was, you know, needing to reach. But sometimes it's you find that churches that were ahead of the curve in reaching people, they didn't have to change as much, but those churches that have not kind of embraced a kind of a digital strategy for church they've found that it's really exposed that actually wow we need to now go into this it's now a necessity it's not just an, an option and i think that's a really healthy thing change will always uh, get you at some point we at some point we moved from you know gas lanterns to electric light bulbs and at some point you know that change is just inevitable and i think this is just the the next uh, version of that um uh, i mean just, uh, more broadly in terms of looking at uh, local churches that you work with and I guess trying to reflect on those that will have navigated the season well and those who've done less so. And I'm not asking for personal uh, sort of specific churches and say, oh, they're doing badly. But but in just, just in terms of general terms, and you can illustrate if you wish, uh, those churches that you think, yeah, they've, they've come through this season really stronger. And perhaps those they haven't come through stronger because, and then maybe you list some of the reasons I think there's a couple of things here and I think, you know, I'll start with a really general one is that more churches were able to change than they realised. I think sometimes we use the excuses and we know we like going back to the comfort of what we know to not change. So actually this, this, this season has just shown to a lot of churches that we're more able to make those changes than perhaps we realised. And also those things that we thought were precious aren't. You know, on day one, when it hit, there was, you know, things that translated onto online. Um, you know, we put up what was necessary and what was required. And we realised that a whole bunch of things naturally fell away and that over-programming stopped. But generally speaking, it's been the churches we've seen that were already lighter programmed and had um, good volunteer base were able to adapt faster. And actually, some of the smaller churches were even better able to do that than some of the larger churches where there was more of a, uh, you know, a, a, a bigger enterprise, as it were, to, to, to put online is that you couldn't take all that through at day one unless you were prepared for it. So, you know, when everybody was doing it at home off a phone, um, it becomes more of a, it becomes more level again for everybody that's involved, just comes down to your internet connection. What I found with churches that have navigated this season well is that it's, it's going to sound obvious, but if you've had to change less in this season, then you've been able to con carry on with your normal plans and strategies well. And that's basically churches that already had online services in play, and that was already part of their, uh, their strategy of, of reaching people and uh, how they do ministry. So I heard a really good quote where uh, it, it was likening the difference between dropping a, a rock in a road and putting a rock in a river. If a rock falls in a, in a road, all the traffic, traffic has to stop and you have to work out, okay, how did this get here? And you've got to remove the blockage and then the, the, or you've got to build a new road around it. And I think that's how a lot of churches that haven't embraced innovation 
just had they had to work out you know it took a lot of churches time to stop had to work out what's going on and then drive around the the rock in the road whereas churches that are more like a, a river if a rock falls in the river the river just goes around the rock and i really like that thought that how we can think about innovation and change but makes us more like that river than than that road that we're more adaptive when the you know when the rock gets chucked in the middle of things that we can adapt and change quickly now it's a very powerful powerful image chris thank you um so guys as we as we come to a close some are thinking crams i'm actually dreading the year ahead because it's just been so grueling i'm i'm weary uh, we're now in another national lockdown and I just want to go back to things as they were. So what would you say to folk whose, whose vision maybe has dimmed over this season? There's a, it, it might be dimming, but there is still God at work. So put in place times for reflection, and that might be using facilitators and, and hosting those times and actually listening, but actually put in reflection, there is still good stuff coming out of all of this. The next one is make sure you're documenting the stories Stories of life change and stories of what people are going through and what's happening are the spark actually that helps us reach other people. So just make sure you're documenting everything. And, you know, more than a notice, more than something extra on on the website or something that's going out there, little clips of stories and what's going on really, really will attract people. The next one is just get, get aware of the situation. Um, you know, we, we, you know, in a kind of like a mapping context or if you're, you know, planning and it's kind of more uh, times of like battles and things like that when people say this, but situational awareness, get, get, get just to listen what's going, going on and task people with listening so that you know, um, you know, what, what's happening and be abreast of all of those changes and just, just look to join in with what God is doing. I think that's the thing is that God is still up to something during all of this. There are still stories. We can reflect. We can learn and grow together. This is, you know, it's times of like this when when that happens most. And then just yeah, look to join in with what God is doing. And I think that as we as we as we move into that year ahead, you know, I'll, I'll let Chris pick up because he's got a great thought on this as well. Is that actually you you can be more resilient than you think, and more good has happened than you think. So reflect, take stock, and then uh, over to you, Chris. I agree with Lee there. I think that the fact that your church is still here and it's still functioning, it's still alive, is success. It has to be because I think, and I think we don't give enough credit to the fact that that our churches have got through this season and we're still going, we're still alive, we're still trying to make a difference as best as as we can. And I think it's been so praiseworthy to see that the church in the UK just be so resilient. And I think that this season um when when it first started i was reading in leviticus chapter 25 where it talks about the land having a sabbath rest and i think that that's been really true for the church in the in the world i think it's created this kind of sabbath rest where the the land rests and I think at the time, you know, when there, when it was being written by Moses, he didn't understand probably about crop rotation or all those things that the the need for the soil and land to rest. And I think when we think about Jesus talking about the world as a, a harvest, you know, when that soil has time to rest, it creates a better harvest that is to come. And I, I really believe that that we are going into a time 
of great harvest and the the fact that you can just keep going through the the sabbath year you know it's not easy going through a sabbath year when you can't plant and and harvest any crops you just got to live off the land and see what it produces but if you can get through that and then wait for the harvest that's to come in the following years and that's what i really believe uh, for the church in the uk and, and the church in the world as well well thank you guys so much for uh, for what you've shared today and for the the sense of uh, vision that you're uh, imparting as you uh, share your uh, experiences, your personal and uh, in terms of your work for churches. So um, I'll put a link to uh, Thinking Church in the, uh, I said the show notes, it's actually the uh, where people can access via the website the uh, download of this particular show. Uh, so thank you to Chris Bright and to Lee Button. And, and thank you for joining us this, uh, whether you're on a Sunday or via podcast. It's great to have your company. Look forward to serving you again next Sunday. God bless. Mm-hmm.